Hello, hello, and welcome to the Miss Pink Digital Podcast, home to everything digital marketing, brand building, and tech. On today's podcast, we are going to be talking about a part of digital marketing that is very close to my heart, and this is SEM, also known as search engine marketing, and more specifically, paid advertising, also known as pay-per-click marketing, PPC for short. You know, your Google ads, your Facebook ads, your Microsoft ads, Pinterest ads, all of the good stuff. It has been my paid, my paid, my specialist area for the past five years. So I've been doing it every single day. And over those five years have accumulated a good level of knowledge when it comes to what works in paid advertising, what doesn't work, what to avoid, tactics that are recommended to you by influencers, by agencies, by salesmen that are said to work but actually can be a waste of money in a lot of instances. And some of those things we're going to talk about today. What encouraged me to make this episode today is I was on TikTok, as everyone is because it's very addicting. I was on TikTok and there was a TikTok that came up on my feed. And it was actually from a channel that I really enjoy watching. And it was a stitched TikTok video. And it was stitched with the original video was um, a girl saying, what jobs do you guys do where you can just stick around? I.e. do nothing all day. Um, And then the stitch video was this person who I watched on TikTok and they basically were saying paid advertising. He didn't work in paid advertising, but he was saying paid advertising, aka Google Ads um, specifically, was a job where you can just set up your campaigns, do nothing all day. It's really easy. All you have to do is do these certifications that he listed out and you've got the knowledge to go and run paid advertising campaigns and not do anything and have the easiest job in the world. And it was just being painted like it was a career choice that was incredibly easy to learn, incredibly easy to get into, and incredibly easy to maintain and succeed in as a career. Whilst, yes, it is a very lucrative career if you are successful at it, and there are plenty of resources online to help you, which does aid in how easy it is to learn, I think the mentality that it is an incredibly easy job and you don't need many skills in it is a very dangerous one. The reason being is a lot of money goes into paid advertising from clients' accounts, from your bosses' accounts, you know, anything like that. A lot of money is put into it and it means a lot of money can go to waste very quickly and very easily. And, you know, you can see a lot of businesses, which we'll go on more in more detail in a minute, use paid advertising as a way to not only grow their business, but some use it as a way to save their business, which we'll talk about more, like I say, shortly. And having the mentality of that, you only have to do a couple of free certifications and you're good to go is, it's how you waste a lot of money and how you get in a lot of conflicts with a lot of people. It takes 
there's a lot to learn. It takes a long time to learn it. It takes a lot of testing. It takes a lot of trial and error. It takes a lot of reading. It takes a lot of listening to podcasts for other people's insight. It takes a lot of reading the forums, um, specifically the PPC forums, where you see PPC account managers discuss their approach and what worked and what doesn't. It takes more research outside of just qualifying through a free certification you see online or even a paid certification you see online. And it's just a dangerous mentality to think otherwise. I used to work in an agency and I would hear a lot, especially from the web development field. No shade developers, love you. You guys do a great job. But I would hear a lot of, oh, well, our dev said that it's really easy. You just need one Google Ads campaign and just let it run or one automated Google Ads campaign and just let it run and it does all the work. That's not necessarily correct. Yes, there are those campaign types available within the platform, but that doesn't mean they're going to get you the results you want. Um, And I think there's just a big misconception when it comes to paid ads and how they actually work. And we're going to talk about some of those misconceptions today or more so If you're a new business or even if you're an existing business and haven't run paid ads before, the things you should be asking yourself before you run your paid ads, because it's these type of questions that you could ask yourself that could save you a lot of money and a big headache in the future. Trust me. So as I mentioned, I did used to work in a digital marketing agency and that meant that I had the opportunity to not only work on a lot of pre-existing paid ad accounts, but um, the agency I worked at, Google Ads, was our specialist, our specialist area. Google Ads was our specialist. Google Ads was our specialist area out of all the different ad networks that we had. So I worked on hundreds of Google Ads accounts over the years. And these were pre-existing ones where we had a bit of data to work off of. Um, And then on top of that, there were also new Google Ads accounts for pre-existing businesses or even new businesses. And there was a common occurrence where the clients at the time of these new accounts, more so for the new businesses rather than the pre-existing ones, lacked a bit of awareness when it came to the expectations of their campaigns, the results they would get, turnaround times. And there were also a number of things that they didn't ask themselves or have prepared before running their paid ad campaigns. And had they asked themselves these questions, they probably would have saved themselves a lot of money in the long run, a lot of testing Um, and probably a lot of stress. Um, They probably wouldn't have got as stressed as what they did, and I wouldn't have got as stressed. And it was after, on top of managing accounts, I also worked in the sales side. So I was selling our packages as an agency, and I made it a point to ask them these questions or get them to ask themselves these questions. Because to be honest with you, I never felt comfortable servicing accounts where they didn't ask themselves these questions because I didn't feel comfortable working with someone who I knew could potentially be just throwing their money away. So I'm going to run through them and talk in a bit more detail about them and maybe give you a chance to think if you have asked yourselves these questions and can you answer them? And if not, how would you answer them? Now, the first question you need to ask yourself is, do users go to a high quality website? So the thing that we need to understand about 2022 and onwards is competition is a lot larger now in the online space than it was 
two years ago, one year ago, um, let alone 10 years ago. You have a lot more competitors online, a lot more competitors using paid advertising as a medium to generate business. But on top of that, you have a lot of high quality websites with high quality content on them out there. If a user has a choice between you and a competitor whose website is a lot higher quality, looks a lot more professional, has great engaging content on there, they're probably going to choose the competitor over yours, regardless of how many years experience you've had in the industry. Obviously, a great selling point to be very experienced in the industry, but anyone can kind of claim experience. You need to visually sell your business, your brand, and yourself in some instances to the user. And that is through your website. Far too often, uh, advertisers have their ads running to a basic landing page where the user experience is not optimized for conversion generation, does not carry out any basic UX principles or paid advertising principles, even though there is a lot of content out there regarding how to make your website optimized for paid ads. I've even got um, a blog article on my website, shameless plug there, that goes over that and how you can better optimize your site for PPC and considerations to have in mind when building landing pages for paid advertising campaigns. So just make sure to have a read of things and see if your website kind of fits the mold. Another thing you've got to think of when it comes to ads is it's your first point of contact between your brand and the consumer. And you want to make sure your impression's a good one. You wouldn't go to an interview dressed super scruffy, um, wearing pajamas that you'd wear every day at home. You'd go dressed relatively smart and you'd be putting the best version of yourself forward. Think of the equivalent of that is your website for your business. You want your first impression of your business to the user to be as good as it can be. Like put yourself in the shoes of someone Googling something on Google search, whether that's looking for a service, looking for a product. If you went to a website that didn't look great, would you be convinced to convert through that website? Probably not. You'd probably look elsewhere. Not saying you necessarily have to change the entire site. A lot of people are hesitant to do that, especially when you paid a web developer to you know, create a site for you. It, that's completely understandable to be hesitant there. A safe alternative um, to changing the entire site would be to build a landing page that's solely dedicated to your paid ad campaigns. This mainly works for a service industry, not as much for e-commerce. The other thing to note is I'm not saying you have to go and spend thousands and thousands and thousands of pounds of getting this top level, amazing site built for you. There are so many great website building tools out there that help you build professional websites for a fraction of the price of a developer. If you don't have the budget, things like WordPress, Shopify, Squarespace, even though I'm not a massive fan of Squarespace, but you know, all of those really user-friendly, really easy to use, and you do get some nice quality sites from them. So if you can't afford, you know, the top web developers in the country, you don't have to. Um, you can still build quality content, site content through website builders that are fraction a fraction of the price. But it's really important to make sure that's in place. I wouldn't even recommend thinking about paid advertising until you have a good quality website built. The next common frustration that a lot of PPC managers come across when it comes to clients um, and something they haven't quite thought about or considered before running paid ad campaigns is does 
your budget align with your expectation. So when I talk about frequent frustrations of PPC management managers, what I'm referring to is there are often clients with big goals and tiny budgets. In reality, you can't go into PPC with the expectations that your very small budget is going to get you hundreds of conversions and you're going to be, you know, a millionaire overnight. I think the expectation or the misjudged expectation of paid ads is that you will set up your paid ad campaign, turn it on and you'll immediately be getting clicks, getting this business awareness and off the back of it conversions. Unfortunately, that isn't the case. And we'll talk more about that in a minute. Of course, this doesn't mean that small businesses with smaller budgets shouldn't run ads or can't run ads. I've actually ran ads for small businesses with very small budgets and they end up doing great and you end up being able to scale from that. And it is a great opportunity to grow your brand awareness and promote business growth. But off the back of that, it is important to go into it with reasonable expectations and understanding that the likelihood is, is it's going to take longer to generate the data you need to drive your campaigns in the direction that will get you the results you're looking for. So by that, I mean, if you have a smaller budget applied, you still have the potential to generate conversions, generate businesses of your campaigns, but it's going to take a little bit longer than it would if you had a larger budget applied. The reason being is from a Google Ads perspective, it's all about machine learning, data-driven changes and automation. The more data you fuel that automation, that machine learning, the more it's going to learn from that and adjust accordingly. Also, if you are managing your ads yourself or if you have someone managing your ads, they need to learn from the data as well. They need to see from their keywords that they've inputted, from their ads that they've inputted, what is performing well and what isn't and what can they do to get that performance turning in the right direction? Do they need to pause any keywords? Do they need to change the ad copy? Anything like that. And the less spend you have going towards it, the longer it's going to take to learn that. One thing I would say, however, which off the back of this is kind of contradictory, but it is a mistake that I do see made often. Don't front load all of your budget into the first like few weeks of your paid ad campaigns. The misconception is, oh, well, if I spend loads of my budget in the few week, first few weeks of my paid ad campaigns, then that means we would have learned what works and we will be profitable and I'll have more budget to spend later down the line. Not a smart way of doing it. I would actually recommend being a bit more conservative with your budget initially when the ads go live, just because going back onto the automation side of things, when you switch campaigns on, there is a learning phase, which is where your account is going to more likely fluctuate from a performance perspective, and you're least likely to achieve your goals within this learning phase. So you don't want to front load all of your ad spend and all of your budget at a time when your account's going to be unreliable from a performance perspective, or at its most unreliable from a performance perspective. The whole thing, the whole point of this section is more so talking about managing your budget with your expectations and try and be as realistic as possible. Don't have the expectation that if you have a £250 or dollars a month budget, you are going to have loads of business by the end of the month because that's probably not going to happen, especially nowadays where paid ads is a lot more expensive than what it used to be. You have a lot more competitors in the space. For those of you who don't know how paid ads works, it's essentially where you bid for what's called a keyword. A keyword is essentially a search term or a query that a user would type into Google search. And because you're bidding for that term, when users type it, 
there is a chance your ad will show up. But in order for your ads to show up, it does enter what's called an auction, where you essentially bid for that position and for that click on your ad. The more competitors you have bidding for those terms in that auction, the more expensive it's going to be for a click. As the online space has evolved so much, as you have more competitors bidding on keywords within online auctions, the more expensive it's going to be. So really think about your budget, the type of industry you're in, ask your account managers or ask yourself how competitive is that industry and how much could you be paying for a click and how do those clicks or that cost per click, average cost per click, align with your budget? How many clicks can you get in your budget and what conversion rate would you need to achieve within that budget based on your cost per click data and how many clicks you generate to align with the conversion goals you want to achieve within your campaigns? And is that conversion rate realistic? And kind of following on from that, do you have the time to run your ads? Now, there are two parts to this. One part directly correlates, cannot speak, directly correlates with what we were just talking about. And the next part of it, or the second part of it, is um, more from a personal perspective. So do you have the time to run your ads? Kind of like I just touched on is a mistake often made when it comes to paid ads is that people have the misconception that they will turn their campaigns on and it will instantly start getting results, instantly start making them money. And often that means that paid ads is the last ditch effort to generate business or is a quick win to generate business when in reality that's an extremely dangerous mentality to have and could potentially cost you a lot of money. Whilst it is a relatively quick win when it comes to traffic, obviously because you're paying for that traffic, you're going to see traffic at a faster rate than you would with, say, SEO. It doesn't mean that it's going to be cost effective for you initially. In fact, it can take paid ad campaigns anywhere between three to six months to kind of be out of that learning phase um, and be more reliable and less likely to fluctuate on a daily basis. And that's dependent on the quality of your campaigns. If you have adequate tracking implemented and if your campaigns are receiving the ongoing optimization that they need to reach their full potential. And that's not even factoring in any potential testing you might do, trial and error involved, if there's any technical errors along the way, anything like that. So really think about, do I have the budget to carry me through this learning phase? Can I afford to spend this time learning, spend this time with a fluctuating or potentially fluctuating campaign that might not get me the results in the short term, but in the long term is going to be very beneficial for my business. Do I have the budget set aside to account for that time? And alongside that, who's going to be managing your ads? So as I mentioned, a key factor to helping your campaigns achieve their full potential and exit this learning phase at a faster rate is that they are receiving ongoing optimization. Who is going to be doing this? Is it going to be yourself or are you going to hire someone to run your ads for you? Whether that's an agency, whether that is a freelancer, whether it's a relative. And do you have the time to really get to understand them as an agency, as a freelancer, as an in-house employee maybe, and understand how they like to run their ads? and Does it work with your business model and what you want to achieve? This next point is probably the most important one on the list, or at least it's certainly up there. 
in terms of its importance. And that is, do you have any other ways of generating business outside of your paid ads? This is a huge one. And this was a common pain point between myself and clients who didn't consider this to begin with. You get a lot of people who are comfortable with the fact that paid ads is generating them a lot of business and therefore they don't optimise any other forms of advertising. Um, They don't post on social media, they don't create a good SEO strategy and follow it through. They just solely rely on their paid ads to get their business in. And it's a terrible idea. You shouldn't rely on ads to do all the work for your business. If you're like an investor, you wouldn't invest in only one thing um, and expect that to carry you through the rest of your life. The reason being is because it's a very dangerous game to play. Only focusing on one platform or medium to generate your revenue slash ROI, there's always a chance that that platform or that form of revenue could collapse. And this couldn't be more true in today's climate where we do have a lot more tracking restrictions in place, stricter policies are rising to the surface, more so now than ever before, meaning targeting has the potential to be less effective. There's the potential that your ads could be disapproved altogether, your accounts could be suspended, anything like that. The online space is also more competitive and more expensive than it's ever been before. With these factors, In addition to many others, it's now more likely that your ads will also fluctuate performance-wise on a more regular basis. Um, I also see account bans and disapprovals rolled out more frequently, and it's just, it can get pretty messy. Working with other forms of marketing, whether that's SEO, whether that's social media, whether that's email marketing, or even cold calling, anything like that, it can be a good backup if you do see a big performance drop from your ads. Your ads aren't always going to be constantly performing well month on month. You're not constantly going to see revenue rises month on month. You're not always going to see cost-effective months every month. So you need to have a backup to fall back on so that when you do see those fluctuations and that revenue drop, your overall business isn't massively negatively impacted because you weren't solely relying on ads. You were generating revenue from other sources as well. I've seen businesses really struggle when they only rely on ads, um, especially in the months where their ads perform not as well as other months, for lack of better terminology, and they then panic and they don't know what to do because they aren't getting the revenue they need to run their business. Um, and that's because they put too much, too many eggs in one basket. That's a very common saying because it's very true. You should never put all of your eggs in one basket. You should never put all of your resources into one place. So really think about how else you're going to generate your business outside of paid ads and how it can complement paid ads as well, because it all works together to kind of create this great cycle for the user journey and improve things like your conversion rate, conversion generation, user experience. All of that works together great. So really have a think about what other mediums you're going to generate your business from outside of paid ads. And finally, the last point we're going to talk about today is do you have a product or a service that is in demand slash known about to the user? So in this episode, we've really only spoken about Google ads or reference Google ads, but obviously there is a lot of paid ad mediums like Facebook ads, TikTok ads, Pinterest ads outside of Google search. and When you're thinking about running paid ads, it's also important to think about the platform you're running paid ads on. Um, And each platform comes with its own list 
outside of this list, believe it or not, of things you need to think about before launching your campaigns. And a lot of them are very content-based, believe it or not, especially when it comes to TikTok and Facebook and Instagram. But within search ads like your Google ads and social ads like your Facebook ads, it's a different type of marketing. So when you take Google ads, for example, it's very much pool marketing. And what I mean by that is the user is proactively searching for something and you are reaching out to them off the back of them looking for a product or service. So the intent on the user's end is also going to be higher. Whereas Facebook and TikTok, it's push marketing, meaning you are pushing your ads, your product, your service onto the user. So they might not necessarily be looking for you, but you are showing them what you have to offer. So the intent tends to be a little bit lower because they're not proactively looking for anything at the time like they are with Google, but it can be better for aspects like brand awareness. But we'll do more podcast episodes on intent and push versus pull marketing and all of that. But think about your product and service and use that to determine if you should take pull versus push marketing approach. So for instance, if you are offering a product slash service that is not well known and users are not going to know to search for it, then you might not get very much off the back of Google Ads initially um, because the search volume might not be there because users don't know it exists. Although you can use variations of keywords or target variations of keywords that are sort of associated with what you offer, but not exactly to kind of build that brand awareness up there. But typically for the most part, if you're not offering, if you're offering, if you're not offering anything that isn't already known, you might not get a lot of traffic off the back of Google. So then you might need to do some push marketing. For instance, you might need to run some Facebook ads to kind of push your product, push your service out to users so that they can see it exists and think, oh, I really like that. And then off the back of that, once you've got enough awareness built up, you can then do Google ads to kind of do some cool cross marketing there. But really think about what you're offering is in demand and are users going to be searching for it? And if not, what strategy can you do instead to build that awareness so that users are searching for it? And that's it. That is my long list of ramblings in terms of things to think about before you run any paid ads campaigns. Like I say, this is solely coming from experience. This is solely from witnessing the frustrations of clients, of business owners who really had a struggle in their initial stages of running paid ads because they didn't think about these really important points and address them before running paid ads. They addressed them once, you know, paid ads were already running and they had to scramble their way through all these problems. And if they had considered these things beforehand, it would have saved them a lot of time, a lot of energy and a lot of money. Um, So hopefully you can take these and really think about your paid ad campaigns that you want to run and your business and think, is it the best thing at this time? Remember as well, you can even consider these things if you're already running any paid ad campaigns, you can consider them for individual ad networks. So if you already have Google ads running, no problem at all. Maybe have a think about them if you're planning on running Facebook ads alongside your Google ads. Um, and like I say, there's each platform has its own personalised list of problems like these or things to think about like these. So there'll be more episodes in the future touching them from a more individual perspective. Um, But this is just a catch-all list that you can apply to all platforms before you start running your Google Ads campaigns. And I will see you guys soon. Thank you for listening.